This call is now being recorded. We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. Russell, here we are. Uh, trust me. That's what, I, that's what I just said before we hit record, was trust me. Um, we got a lot trust to you for what? Uh, <laughs> this, is the, uh, this is the 10 Minutes from Hell podcast, and uh, we've been gone for a while because, uh, well, it's been summertime, and, and everybody's busy, and it's hard to coordinate and everything. Um, but uh, obviously, we're, we're so busy that two brothers can't have a freaking phone conversation. That's how I know. stupidly busy it's been. That's how busy it's been. We've, I mean, um, we've barely even talked in like since our last podcast. We've barely. I mean, like maybe we've sent texts here and there, but it's it's been. Uh, we sent we sent a yeah we sent a lot of texts. Um, but but yeah, I mean, there's been so much going on that it it's hard to even like know where to start necessarily. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Uh, um, but we've been seeing a lot of movies and, and, you know, watching movies on TV and, you know, whatever. I mean, we've, we've been consuming a lot of content. We just haven't had a chance to even talk about those things. I've sent in texts about, you know, sent you think, texts about things that I'm watching or, you know, like a, an idea I had or whatever after watching something or, but that, yeah. but that's about it. You know, I haven't been able to really elaborate. Um, but, uh, I mean, there's really nowhere to start. It's the perfect place to start, but I know exactly what's on my mind, and it was something I wanted to talk to you about when you were on vacation, um, because uh, I revisited uh, the movie Jaws. Um, oh. Because you know, well, because of the Shark Week, there was a whole bunch of stuff like podcasts and things, like you know, talking about Jaws and <clears throat> about the making of it and all that kind of stuff. And it made yeah. me kind of interested to see it again because I hadn't seen it in years. Like, it had been a very long time since I had seen that movie. And I don't even know if I had watched it all the way through probably in, like, 20 years. Like, I mean, like, it had been, yeah. it had been a long time. And even then, I don't even know if I watched it completely that time. Like, I may have only seen parts of it. But... um my son, Kieran, was, was asking me about it. He'd been asking me about it for a while, you know, saying, oh, you know, should I watch Jaws? And I was like, yeah, you should watch Jaws. Good movie. Um, but uh, I found it was, it was a perfect time that it was like, you know what, let's, let's watch Jaws. Let's do it. And so we yeah. found it. I found it on one of the services. I think it was on Amazon Prime. And uh, turned the lights out. And started the movie, and uh, ran about. Curious, yeah. I was, I was really <laughs> lit some candles, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, but I was really curious as if we'd hold up. You know, like is this movie still going to hold up after all these years? Seventy five was when it was made, um, and I watched his reactions to things because I knew what was coming. I mean, I knew the scary parts that, you know, that always freaked me out. And I, you know, and I, I watched for his reactions and every single one of those reactions was exactly the same. 
it, it hadn't changed at all. Like it just, I mean, like those oh, moments yeah. are still very, very effective. And the movie is, it's really a good movie. I mean, like I hadn't seen oh, it yeah. so long, but I was like, this is a really good, I mean, it's just a good adventure movie. Like it's like, you know, you see all of the, the, the trappings of Spielberg. I mean, just the whole, like, you know, the John Williams score and the, and the, you know, the sweeping shots and the, you know, whatever. I mean, it's like, it's all there. It's all the, yeah. it's all the makings of the Spielberg, you know, style. And, uh, and it's great. It really is. It's great. I mean, Roy Scheider is great. And, uh, you know, uh, Richard Dreyfuss is funny and, and Robert Shaw is cool. I mean, it's just, everything's good. Um, I really enjoyed it. However, when I started thinking about it more, I mean, obviously, this is a very, very large shark. And they can, they say that this is, like, abnormally large. So this is a very, very big shark um, that's attacking that's attacking the, the, the town. And at one point, the, the, the shark literally eats the boat. Like, yeah. actually, like, like, eats through the boat. It's actually eating the boat. <laughs> it's, it's a big shark. The problem I have with it that I that it occurred to me was I was like, here's this monstrously huge shark that's going around eating boats and stuff, but yeah. yet it takes the time to eat just one person. <laughs> like, like that becomes like, like, like that's silly. Like, why was it even bothering? Like, it wouldn't even, like, who cares? Like, you know, like, that's not even a snack. Like, that's not even anything. Like, that's just, I mean, and then the fact that, like, at one point he attacks uh, the camp counselor or whatever, whoever he was, the the sailing instructor or whatever, and um, it attacks him, and his leg, you see his leg fall off, like his leg gets, like bitten off and it, it fall you see it sinking to the to the ground you know to the water through the water it's perfectly intact leg you know just like you know going down <laughs> just and it's like been chopped yeah yeah but it's like but this thing is enormous <laughs> like that thing yeah if it if it attacked you that's all that would be left is the leg like you would like you like you'd be gone and then, like, maybe part of your leg would be left because it just didn't quite get that much of the bike. You know, it's like, yeah. but but it's just silly now. Like, like, you know, it's like, 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 and it's I like Cookie it. Monster eating a cook, you know, like a plate of cookies. It's just, nah, 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 and like, bits are flying everywhere. I mean, that's just, yeah, yeah, that's, what, yeah, you're, that's yeah. what you're going for. Yeah, that's your That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just, it would just, you, you wouldn't, there would be nothing left of you. Like, it wouldn't, and why would you even bother? Like, why would you even, like, why would that even be interesting? <laughs> like, it's like yeah. one one lone little person swimming around. Like, you couldn't find a spot that had, like, a bunch of people in it, you know? And, and, and yeah, there's moments of that when everybody's like, ah, get out of the water, comes, you know, something's coming. It's like, yeah. but yeah, something this big, he would just, he would just, he would just mow through everybody. Like, it was just like, done, you know, just like eat like 40 people, like all done, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm finished. You know, it's like, so because of that, when I was thinking, it was just like, ah, you know what, it's almost too big. <laughs> like, it's just too big, it's just too big of a shark, it's too big. Um, 
So for that, it's it's flawed uh, for me, just because of that. Um, just but that was in hindsight, and uh, and it's fine. Yeah, that's okay. It was in the movie, and that's you know that's the way it is. But that was something no, that occurred yeah. to me when I was when I was watching it. It's it's not you know it's not a nature documentary. I mean it's it's not. It's a it's monster movie. Not. It's and certainly just, a monster movie. He used the he used the shark as the antagonist, and that's fine. And then we, uh, and then uh, it suggests well, before you watch. Jo- what's go ahead? Oh, I was going to say before you get off the the Jaws subject. Uh, there's a show on Netflix right now, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. It's like something about movie weapons or something like that, like. Uh, Movie warfare. I, I I can't remember anything oh. about the title, but it's um it's like a uh, a MythBusters type show where this guy who's like ex military um see you know, tries to recreate uh, different famous movie scenarios with with you know weapons and whatnot, and so he yeah. actually goes and and tries to recreate. Uh, the end scene of Jaws, uh, spoiler alert for if you had not seen Jaws, uh, which you should have by now. Even I've seen it, and it took me way too long to see it, so I, I feel okay saying this. But at the end, when uh, when they they get the oxygen tank in the shark's mouth, and uh, he's hanging on the mast of the boat, and he's shooting at it, and it blows up and, and blows up the shark. He, yeah. he tries to recreate that. And uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. I watched the show. If you're a, uh, a fan of Jaws, uh, it's interesting to see what what actually would have happened. Because um, <laughs> it, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll. You don't care, do you? I'll just say what. No, I don't care. No, I don't care. <laughs> um, so the guy, uh, the guy's a pretty decent shot anyway, just from his his firearms training, and uh, he was able to shoot the container several times, you know, from the, the distance, you know, in a, in a fake shark's mouth. But yeah. um, a high-powered or high-pressure oxygen tank like that would have literally done nothing. It would have punctured a <laughs> hole in the tank, and the shark might have, like, blown around for a little bit. <laughs> like, like, just yeah. kind of moved around, like, oh, you know, there's... There's air coming out of this tank. Yeah, there's yeah. air coming out of this tank, and, that, and that's it. And then the that's shark all. But it probably it's not come, come and ate him. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you're, you're well, you're you're a fireman. I mean, you know, you know, it's like yeah. I mean, like pure pure oxygen doesn't automatically ignite into flame. Like it's like right. that doesn't that's not a that's not a thing. You know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't happen. Yeah, um, the conditions would have now, to be right. And and probably in the middle of the ocean, the conditions are very poor. <laughs> right <laughs> for and, anything I mean, to ignite. <laughs> I mean, had had it been like a like a like a, a container of like natural gas or something, and then yeah. you shot a flare into it perfectly, <laughs> maybe that might explode. I mean, I don't I don't know. It wouldn't explode the way that it did in the movie. I mean, it wouldn't be like a you know a bomb. You know, I mean, yeah. but I mean, it would, it would, it might blow the mouth off. You know, it might blow it all the teeth out or something. Yeah. Um, which would be probably just as effective. You know, maybe blow out the thing's teeth. What is it? What's it going to do? You know, yeah. it's going to be really, it's going to be really embarrassed. 
not going to want to come over anymore. <laughs> She's gonna, it's going to have a really bad self-esteem. So it's just going to swim away. And it's going to be like, yeah. Oh, well. Damn it. I'll be back. That was, that was my identity. You know, the, I mean, my, my name, my name is Jaws after all. And now my teeth are gone. So it's like, what am I supposed to say now? You know, gums. You know, it's like, I mean, I can't, I'm, not, I'm nothing now. I'm nothing without my teeth. Um, but actually that show, that Netflix show is pretty cool. Cause they, he even, he does like some, uh, he does an episode on Die Hard. And it's, if, if you're interested in that type of thing, it's actually really fun. I, uh, I've enjoyed I'll, watching I'll it. It's not very long. No, they're like 20 minutes long. And, you know, it's, the so it's kind of like sort of reality like that, TV uh, crap. Well, it's kind of like that Mythbusters, but with the uh, movie yeah. themes. Which yeah, Mythbusters exactly. actually did do some of those things, like trying yeah. different things, you know, like tropes from movies and things. Yeah. Um, but when we finished watching Jaws, um, because of, you know, the way that, you know, it, these things are always set up, it's, it, it says, well, if you like this, then you'll like this, you know? So like when we finish Jaws, it's like, well, if you like Jaws, then you obviously will like Jaws too. Um, <laughs> Amazon, Amazon Prime does not know me very well because I did, I did not like Jaws too. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was terrible. Um, but we watched it later. We didn't watch it right away. But when we did watch it, it was really awful. Like, really awful. Like, so awful that I can't believe that that was the follow-up to Jaws. Because Jaws was the biggest movie ever when that when it came out. Like, it was... That's why, that's why parents took their kids to the thing. Because it was PG... And it was like, this movie is making so much money and everybody's talking about it and they're seeing it multiple times. And so parents were like, well, obviously it's okay for everybody to see it. I mean, it's PG. And they didn't realize the scarring uh, aptitude of what the movie could, you know, what it could do to kids. Like, it had, they oh, had yeah. no idea. They had no idea. They just thought they were taking them to a, a PG movie. It'd be like us taking the kids to, to Mission Impossible or something, and it'd be like, oh, you know what? You know, everybody's seen this movie. Yeah, it's PG. They're not, you know, they're only six or seven years old, but everybody's seen this movie. And so, obviously, it's got to be good. You know, it's got to be, there's got to be something good about this movie. So they would just take their kids, just thinking it's fine, and then not realizing that literally they would scar an entire generation. (laughs) The whole generation was scarred from this movie. People still talk about this movie, seeing it as a kid, and there's not one person in my generation that that saw that when they were like seven, eight years old that were not terrified of anywhere near water or anything to do with water or boats or anything. Like, it just, everything about it, even being in a pool, didn't matter. Like, anything, even though it was completely irrational, we yeah. still, nothing to do with water ever again. And uh, that's pretty impressive to, <laughs> to, to, to really mess up a bunch of kids. Um, but, uh but then Jaws 2 comes out, and, and, and what happens in Jaws 2 is that, um, obviously, the movie, you know, makes a uh, billion dollars, 
and the studio and the producers who are complete, you know, typical shyster Hollywood producer people, you know, just the, the typical, like, you know, cheap, you know, the whole, the whole thing, every, every kind of stereotype was the, the producers of that movie. In fact, the term we need a bigger boat was actually uh, because when they were making the movie and they were going like way over budget and they, you know, were losing resources and, you know, spending all this time and money and everything and, and whatever. Um, when they were out on the water, they had a crew boat that held all of the equipment, like all the equipment and all the shit that they had to lug around, you know, the lights and the, you know, filters and everything. Anyway, they had it all on one yeah. boat and the catering and everything. It was all on one boat. And everybody kept saying, like, we need a bigger boat. Like, this boat is way <laughs> too small. Like, we can't keep carting all this stuff around. Because it was everything. It was, like, it was their craft services. It was the place where uh, the actors could sit. It was, you know, because they couldn't sit on the orca. You know, the orca is a prop. No, the right, orca is, right. uh, yeah, I mean, that's a tiny little fishing boat. So the yeah. crew and everybody, they had to be on this other boat. And they're like, this is way too small. And we're going crazy because we're so pent up. And, like, you know, and it's just horrible, you know. And so that was where that line came from, was we need a bigger boat. And and, uh, and so that's, that's typical of, like, what the relationship was with the producers and, and the movie. So when the movie made all this money, of course, the producers are like, well, we've got to make a sequel. So they're like, we're going to make a sequel. Steven, you should make the sequel. And Steven said, okay, I'll make a sequel, but it's actually going to be a prequel before anybody knew what that was. Um, well, I guess Godfather 2, I guess, was a prequel. So maybe maybe they did know. Um, but he, he said, uh, <laughs> I'm going to make, I'm going to make, I'm going to make a, uh, I want to make a movie about the Indianapolis, the, the speech that uh, Shaw uh, makes, uh, that Quint makes in the boat. About oh. the, the the ship going down and all the you know the men getting eaten by the sharks, you know based on a true event, and uh, and so he said I'll make a movie about that, and they said no, we do not want you to make that movie. We would like you to make a movie about a bunch of teenagers uh, getting eaten by sharks. And he was like, yeah, I'm out. Forget it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so he, and he's just like, so I'm working on this. I'm working on. I'm prepping. I'm working on this. Uh, this alien movie, and I don't. I don't have time to mess around with that. So I'm. I'm done with sharks. I'm done with water. I don't want to deal with that anymore. Um, and so that was then, a wise you know, decision. Very, very, very <laughs> wise choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when you watch Jaws two, um, first of all. It's it's like a two hour movie. Like it's a long movie, and my son and I, we, uh, Kieran and I, actually clocked uh, when something actually of interest happens in the movie. As far as like, you know, in the in the first movie, in the first few minutes, somebody is eaten immediately. Oh yeah, and it's yeah, tense and it gets your and it's scary. Yeah, it gets yeah, your attention. And it's, and, it's scary. Yeah. yeah. Well, in this one. That does happen, but they show nothing, and it's shot really poorly. Like, the whole thing just looks bad. And then um, nothing happens again. Like, nothing happens with, like, 
significant with like seeing the shark or being involved with the shark or whatever. It's 51 minutes oh <laughs> into gosh. the movie. Yeah. It's wow. 51, yeah, it's 51 minutes of like exposition and uh, town politics and uh, <laughs> Roy Scheider. Roy Scheider looks just, he looks so angry for having to be there. Like he just looks so mad. Like he just, and he uses it, I'm sure in the, in the movie, like he uses it for his character, but he is so unhappy because Shaw is dead. I mean, I don't know if he was dead in real life at that point. I don't think he had died yet, but um, his character's dead. Um, mm-hmm. Hooper, uh, Richard Dreyfus, at one point, he actually uh, says, get a hold of Hooper. I need, you know, I need some, you know, advice, you know, on, on this, because he thinks that there might be another shark attack. The secretary comes back to him in the next scene, and she goes, uh, we can't get a hold of Hooper. He's on a fishing expedition, and he won't be able to reach us for months. <laughs> And that's it. That is that is that is the extent of Richard Dreyfus's connection to the movie completely. So literally, poor Roy Scheider is all alone by himself in this big pile of poop, and he can't do anything about it, and he has nobody to bounce anything off of. It's just him, and he's like, "I hate this so much, and it is so bad." <laughs> And there's all these scenes of of kids sailing, and and it's oh, it's just yeah, it is it is truly terrible. It is really really bad. It's really funny just to see like how they would have thought that, and I guess it did really well just based on people wanting to see more Jaws that they went and saw it. But it's like it's not even close to being a movie. Like it's not even close to being an entertaining piece of entertainment. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's terrible. It's really, really bad. So that was interesting. I had to look it up to see who directed, if it was anybody of, of note. And it's not, the, the guy has done a ton of stuff, but a lot of it's TV. He's done a ton of TV. Yeah. He's still working. Is he really? Yeah, he still he just directed uh, a bunch of episodes of Grey's Anatomy, what? Designated Survivor, Criminal Minds, oh, Bones, Castle, wow. Scandals, Supernatural. Like he's so he, fringe. So so obviously Smallville, you know, Heroes. Obviously, I mean, he's done a ton of stuff. Obviously, he's competent. Um, there's a lot of reasons why movies suck, and you yeah. know I, I'm not going to blame it all on the director. Um, but it was uh, it was truly terrible. It was really he directed nineteen eighty four's Supergirl. Oh, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> that was uh, that was, bad. This that movie. was bad. somewhere in time. Oh, somewhere in time. Chris, that's uh, Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Oh, that's a great, that's a great movie. He directed that. Yeah, two years after oh, Jaws two. Now you see. Now that actually is a very good movie. That's uh, that's that's actually a really good movie. Uh, everybody loves that movie. Um, you've no, never seen that movie? No, I've never seen it. You need to see Somewhere in Time. You would enjoy that. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's got I a lot of love time travel. Yeah, you do, and and you know, and and it's it's good. It's low tech, 
time travel stuff and it's uh it's good. Uh Christopher Reeve's great in it. Um I just watched uh uh frequently asked questions about time travel with Chris O'Dowd. That's a, that's a, yeah, I told you about that's that a, one a long time ago. Yeah, that's really yeah. Cool. That's a really fun low budget movie. I mean it's I'm, I'm not saying you know I'm not going to be like it's the best time travel movie ever made, but I I really enjoyed it and Chris O'Dowd is always great. It's kind of it's kind of like uh Shaun of the Dead for time travel. Yeah. Like it's yeah, like it it's yeah. got that same kind of sensibilities and uh same humor. Um a lot of yeah, fun. A lot of, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And the two guys that were with him were really great too. And uh I don't know who those guys were, but they were really good. Um so let's see. What uh is there been any big movies that came out? Did you see Jurassic uh World Forgotten Kingdom? Yep, yeah, I saw Jurassic World. That was terrible. Oh, you didn't like it? Oh no. I thought it was uh, <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I thought it was interesting because I I was afraid that we were going to get. See, I don't know. There's, I had fun with it. I I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily want to ever watch it again. It's not like that was you know something I need to watch again and again. But yeah. What I appreciated about it was that it tried to do something new. Well, continuing the same, continuing the same sort of genetic, uh, you know, manipulation angle. Because at this point, we've gotten past dinosaurs, and I think that's it's kind of <clears throat> it's been well. For one, I think it's played out. Um, oh, I think two. Science has science has determined, you know, the paleontologists or whatever, the the whole concept of dinosaurs is changing. Like as they discover more and more things, it's like, well, they probably didn't look anything like what we used to think they looked like. Where they're 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 starting to even think that they were more colorful, more feathered. Um, you know, just things are are vastly changing in that world. Uh, and so I, I think the last movie, they even addressed that saying, well, this was, you know, these dinosaurs were, were that we created were based on what we thought they were going to look like. These weren't actually right. dinosaurs. And so they, you know, they, they continue on down that path with this one and they take it in a, just a really weird place, which I appreciated um well that's I and mean, that's and that's where I had the problem with it was um I guess I mean you always have the typical bad guy that looks like they're not a bad guy and then it turns out oh, yeah. they've got nefarious plans you know to do something but in this case the nefarious plan is to auction off dinosaurs and it's like well that's not that's not a really good plan. I mean, like, you know, like they're saying how much they were selling for. And it's like, this is, you know, $600,000, you know, to you know to sell this, this dinosaur. And it's like, that's not a lot of money. Like, that's a lot of work. <laughs> like, like, you guys, you guys went through all of this work to, like, get a dinosaur and put it in a thing and then transport it and then feed it and then keep it and then, you know, have all this, you know, the maintenance of dealing with dinosaurs and all this kind of stuff. The money does not balance. 
Like that's, that's much easier. There are much easier ways to make money than than growing, growing and and selling dinosaurs. Like that's like a, that's a terrible idea. Like that's just a bad business plan. Like completely. And then and then it's like Austin Powers. Do, yeah, but then the Starbucks division makes more money than that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you do with a dinosaur? Like, seriously, so I buy a dinosaur. What do I do with a dinosaur? Like, what, well, it sounded like a zoo? Do I... Well, no, do I, no, I mean, they, do they, I, were trying to, they were trying to weaponize them, and so they were... I think and, and they're, they're, were, yeah, were, and that's, we're going to that's research... Yeah, well, they're going to research and, and try to expand, you know. It, it was more about the... Uh, the, you know, they're, they're trying to, I don't know, if they were going to be reverse engineering, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's where it gets weird. But here's, but here's the thing. Okay, so they want to weaponize them, right? Okay, so we have drones that that can, like, pinpoint a target while a guy oh, sits yeah. in, a tra- in a trailer home and can, like, yeah. wipe out an entire village of people from a, a trailer home. We're, we're actually considering taking a living, breathing, extinct animal that's inherently dangerous and yeah. we're going to we're going to place some sort of weapons on them so that way they can go into these places and then, you know, take care of whatever threat that we need them to take care of. The dinosaurs. The dinosaurs <laughs> with, a, with a machine gun are going to go into Beirut. <laughs> And they're gonna they're gonna wipe out you know ISIS you know it's like I mean like they're dinosaurs for crying out this is ridiculous why don't you put them on horses then you know why don't you like you know like who cares like put them on any animal put them on an elephant like why does it have well, to I be a was, dinosaur that was dumb don't they make that point in the movie though that you know like animals have been used for war since the beginning of war, yeah. you know, dogs and yeah, horses exactly. and whatever. Yeah. And, um, I think the, you know, the, the real weaponizing one was they were trying to, you know, they were creating the, uh, whatever the, the new villain dinosaur was, which I, I thought it was cool, except for whatever that gun thing where they point a gun at somebody and it tags the person that the dinosaur chases after them. I'm like, if you've got a scope and a gun, why don't you just make it a gun and shoot the guy? <laughs> yeah. The, what do you the need the dinosaur for? Now, if you could use, like, dinosaurs for, like, farming or something like that, like, maybe they can, like, you know, do, like, large-scale farming or or maybe you could, like, use them for food. Like, maybe you could, like, yeah, you know, like, have, like, sure, a have farm of, bron- like, brontosaurus. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could feed an entire country with like five yeah. brontosaurus, you know. And I don't like, think they they didn't really get into all the reasons of why people were buying it, but I'm no, sure that was zero, all zero, zero, all that, all that. Stuff. <laughs> oh, they were just, sure, I'm sure they, I'm sure they thought I mean, very hard about it. Yeah, it was it was all about, um, about being a weird monster movie by that point. I mean, it was you know it was like a okay, and then and then let's talk about the the dinosaur release button. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs> well, why, the, the whole, have, why do you have a button? The whole um, subplot of that girl was oh my god, the weird clone? and yeah, that was 
I was out. As soon as as soon as I realized she was a clone, I'm like, ugh, this is dumb. <laughs> and then and then uh, and then I'm like, oh, you know, maybe there's more of her. Like, what if there's like a bunch of like like different attempts at making her? And what if there's like like mutant girls like all in the basement, like a whole bunch of like just like <laughs> like mutated, not quite formed clone girls running around. And I was like, now that's a movie I'd see. Like, I would definitely like to see that. Um, all these problems. But, uh, I mean, that you could you could make the same argument against the Alien franchise too, because that's another well, yeah. thing where they're trying yeah. they're trying to weaponize the the alien creatures, which everyone thinks is a bad idea. Yet everybody's yeah. trying to do it anyway. You but know, they're not I mean, gonna put a, they're not gonna put a gun on those guys. They're just gonna let those guys loose, like. Like well, that's insects. what I think. Well, that's the idea was with the whatever the the black evil dinosaur that's you know. Uh, oh, so they're just gonna that, that was yeah, the they're, 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 they just wanted to make yeah, they just wanted to make a bunch of those to to go out and you know fight. But again, I was, so they so they so they pushed the the dinosaur release button because that yeah. that was there because that's the uh-huh. thing. You know, you gotta have a gotta have a button in case you want to release the dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> but uh, but they uh, um, so they you know they they have that, and then they let the dinosaurs out, and then the end of the movie, they're like, oh, now we have to get used to living with dinosaurs because dinosaurs are now part of the world. Like they're now out there. We let them out there. Now they're here. They're gonna assimilate. They show them, like, on hiking trails, and they show them, you know, going to water parks and stuff. I don't know. They're all over the place. They, they, <laughs> they show up. They go wherever they want. Going down water slides. <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is, when I thought about it, is I'm like, there really wasn't that many of them, and they all had trackers on them. So... Yeah. Really, we can solve this whole thing very, very quickly. Like, like we can bring in a bunch of military guys and we can pick them all up. Like, it's like it's not that hard. Like, I'm not saying kill them. I'm just saying like, we can pretty much get every single one of these dinosaurs without incident and yeah. get them back. Get them back in the cage. They made it seem like it was this big, big deal at the end. It's like, <laughs> oh, we've let we've let all these dinosaurs out. Well, there's like thirty of them. <laughs> so it's not like it's not like they just instantly just like they're not like gremlins you know they don't just like all of a sudden just multiply into like a billion dinosaurs like they don't yeah. you know it's like and they were in a pretty central location they didn't have very much time to go very far you know other than like maybe the pterodactyl could have flown but just like an airplane, I mean, you know, it takes them a couple hours, you know, to get somewhere. I mean, it's not, they don't, they don't fly that fast. It's like, <laughs> we, we could, we could pretty much capture all, all of these things and put them all back, you know, in some sort of controlled environment and everything will be fine. So the ending just kind of doesn't really even, they don't even pull off what they, what they were saying in the end, you know, of the movie. <laughs> And oh, and then the other, and then the other thing that drove me crazy was uh, okay. I can I can handle anything about dinosaurs as far as like believing anything about them because I don't know anything about you know I don't I'm not an expert at dinosaurs or whatever they say that they can do. Sure, why not? I get it. Claws, teeth, whatever. 
cocktails. Yeah, all that stuff. They can do all that. I don't care. But the thing I don't have a, I, I can't deal with is when humans do things that are just completely out of character. And they, they violate this like so huge that they make their main character, Owen, the zookeeper, all of a sudden he can take on like, like mercenaries. Like he wipes out oh, yeah. like an entire crew. The zookeeper beats up like 14 mercenaries for no reason at all. Like they, they give you no explanation as to how he is able to all of a sudden be an action hero. Like none, none at all. Like just all of a sudden he was in the punch and kick and he was in the Navy. Oh, he was? Yeah, they established that in the last movie. Oh, good. Then he definitely knows hand-to-hand combat and can do really intense, <laughs> intense fighting with these guys that are like trained killers. That you know, <laughs> that like you know, that are like you know, they get kill people for money, and you know, yeah. Well, I mean, what sense. they what they did was, I think the director wanted to make an Indiana Jones movie with dinosaurs. They, oh, oh, they totally an did. Indiana Jones, an Indiana yeah. Jones horror dinosaur movie. And so that's the movie yeah. they made, and they they called it Jurassic whatever. I mean, it, I don't know. It, forgot it was so. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna forget it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a good, it's a good title. Completely forgotten. Done. I think. Um, I mean, the whole Jurassic series isn't my favorite. I, I there's things I like about most of the movies, but. I, um, it's not a series where I'm like super involved in. So I guess it, this one was just, it was fine. It was another one. It was, I mean, even uh, because all of the hype, <laughs> the thing that I found the the most entertaining about this latest Jurassic World movie was that literally everything everywhere had a dinosaur on it before the movie came out. Like, You'd you'd look anywhere in a grocery store, and everything had a dinosaur on it. You'd watch any sort of TV, and it was like presented by Jurassic World, and there was like dinosaurs in the show, and like I mean, it was just like yeah, they they really made sure that people knew this movie was coming to like a level that I don't think I've seen in a long time, and it it cracked me up every time I saw something about it. Um, but, and so they were showing, like, they were playing the, the old movies on TV, and, um, one night I was at the station, and we were just kind of hanging around, and the TV was on, and the first Jurassic Park was playing, and it was one of those moments where I was like, uh, the whole end scene, or the whole end part where the velociraptors are chasing the kids around inside the, the complex, yeah, and it's it's all you know it's it's slow and tense and you know the the dinosaurs are sniffing around and the kids are trying to hide and um I was watching that and I was like this is just such crap <laughs> like, if these if these were dogs this just let's say these were killer dogs and not flesh eating velociraptors the like if my dog is looking for food. He would open the door with his head and kind of sniff around and go, oh, food's over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would, he would not be walking slowly around the kitchen, like, you know, stalking his prey. He would just be like, oh, food's over there. I'm going to go eat it. 
Like, it's, <laughs> like this is just such BS. <laughs> yeah. I can't even stand it. And they do a little bit of that in, the, in this latest one, too, where the thing's, like, slowly walking around, and they're trying to sneak away from it. And I'm like, ah, okay. I, I mean, I understand why they do it. It's for the tent, you know, the the tense moments and that's that's the type of movie this is but it's like I, whatever I, I don't I don't care <laughs> I think I think the first I think the first one primarily holds up I mean I I think uh, obviously it was groundbreaking at the time and, and oh yeah I, I think it, and it still it still is um, there's sequences in there that are still incredibly effective uh, the the T-Rex uh, attack at the beginning is really terrific. oh yeah um yep. there's i mean there's there's so many there, there's so many great moments in the movie i mean i i still think it holds up huge i don't think it was ever meant to be a franchise like i don't think it was ever meant to be more than one movie i mean well it was a book you know and, and it was a yeah. very good book and i think he did one more book after that i think he died after that uh Crichton. Um, i think they did the last world I, was a book which was yeah. absolutely nothing like the movie whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know if I read The Lost World. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Um, I don't remember. But Crichton's stuff was always a lot darker than the movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, know, Hammond, like, was a, Hammond was more like the, the guy in this, this latest one. He was more of like yeah. the John Hammond type. From the book, no, he was no. He's very much a like all about money and and like yeah. not responsible and not you know he wasn't the kindly, kindly old man. No, yeah. no, he's not like this kind of like oh, I just wanted to make the flea circus again. Like yeah. he didn't. I mean, like he he was much more devious and and in yeah. fact he's very he's very upset when the kids show up there. His grandkids show up there. He's very upset about it because he's like, I this is no place for kids. Like, I don't want kids around these little brats, these little sniveling little, you know. Like, he's just like, yeah. He has no, he has no connection to his kids at all. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't want them there. Um, but then he begrudgingly, you know, agrees because the lawyer, or not the lawyer, but whoever was, was like, oh, yeah, it's probably good to have some kids around, you know. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh, yeah, come on, kids. But he's a he's a jerk. You know, he's yeah. not he's not a nice guy. And when well, he's he torn killed, apart. He, and, yeah, he gets ripped apart at the end, and, and you don't feel bad. Like, you, that's, a, that's actually a satisfying moment when those little compies rip them to pieces. Yeah. Um, and I think he gets, I think he gets the Dennis Nidri, uh treatment from the movie. I think he gets sprayed in the eyes by the, the, whatchamacallit, the one to shoot stuff. Yeah. When he shoots yeah. her stuff and then, and then, and then he gets ripped apart by the compi. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, like I said, it's very, very different. Um, yeah. So I hope I hope that that's the end of the uh, of the Jurassic World. I hope <laughs> I think it made a lot of money. Deal with that. See, yeah, I, I thought it, it did a lot of poorly. I don't think it did oh, really well. No, I, I, don't it, I don't think it. I don't think it performed. Whatever I'm saying things. Uh, I'm saying things with absolutely zero fact checking. <laughs> any fact checking as usual. I'm just, um, just saying stuff. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, what else came out? Um, Mission Impossible. We both saw that. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, I got um, to see that. Uh, I had got to have my first Alamo experience. I saw it in New York ah, City, Brooklyn, yeah. New York, the Alamo. Uh, the Alamo. <clears throat> and I think, well, they just opened one here, which you went to see uh, Close Encounters at the Alamo here in the Twin Cities. And That's I right. think we haven't talked about this, but I think we had the same experience as far as what we thought of it. <laughs> like, well, it's, it's, it's funny, the, it's the funny picture because and the sound is amazing. Oh, it's terrific. The atmosphere the is really great. But yeah, I don't like having like eating, like having the restaurant element. And you've got, I mean, they, no. they've got it where you, you write on these little cards and you put your order up. But you still got the guys like scooting by all the time. Oh. And they're trying and to be as quiet as possible. Yeah, but it but, took me out every single time. Every single then, time I was distracted by that. There's like the climax of Mission Impossible, and uh, and you know it's it's the climax of the movie is happening, and a guy comes by and hands me a check, and it's like I'm I'm trying to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't want to figure out how you know what what we're paying, and you know it's like. Yeah. Can we do this yeah. afterwards? And maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe you can wait to pay. No, they, they said, no they said they said that they want to have it done by the end of the movie. Like they yeah. even said that when they brought when they brought our stuff over at the beginning. Yeah, know, during the trailers. And uh well and the other thing is super annoying is that there's a little light underneath your table oh, yeah. and you can yeah, look so you can at your menu. check or whatever. Yeah. Well that light stays on. You don't get to shut right. it off. Like, why can't they have a switch that you can shut that off? Because I, I actually jammed a napkin in there to like <laughs> block it, to like block it. Because it was driving me light. crazy. Yeah, it was driving me nuts. I'm like, I can't have this little light underneath me like this, this whole time. I mean, because it's it's right in my peripheral vision. So the whole time I'm watching the movie, I've got this little teeny light, you know, on. And it's like, if I want that. I wouldn't go to a movie theater, you know, it's like, I mean, like I can be distracted by lots of stuff, you know, at home. Like the idea is that it's all dark and then we have, and then the, the, the thing that kind of infuriated me about the whole deal was that all I've heard about Alamo is that they're known for this policy of like no talking, no texting, and they will kick you out and they'll give you like a warning and then they'll oh. boot you and, and people, you know, you know, giving them, crap about it and they're like nope we're going to stand by it we're for people who want an uninterrupted movie experience and they want you know to be able to focus on the movie and not have to worry about people talking or, or texting and I'm like that's awesome I completely support that what an awesome idea not yeah. knowing that what they do is far more distracting than anybody ever texting <laughs> on a phone like this is way more this is way more you know intrusive to have a dude running back and forth in front of me the entire movie. Like, just like, yeah. shoo, shoo, shoo. And they try not to, you know, to attract attention, but you can't not attract attention when you go running in front of me. Like, I can't, there's no, there's no way around that. Like, the only way is if there was, like, some sort of, like, tunnel underneath the seats, like some sort of trench that they could run through the trench and I wouldn't be able to see them. That would be the only way this this model would work for me. And 
So for a movie that I'd seen before, you know, Close Encounters, it wasn't that horrible because uh, I've seen the movie and, you know, it's like, whatever, I don't care. You know, it's like, I mean, I'm not missing anything. Um, yeah. If it was a first, first run movie, there's absolutely no way I could handle it. Like, no way. Like, I'm just way too, like, yeah, I would be having so much anxiety about it. I would hate it so much. <laughs> um, but um, with Close Encounters, you know, when they brought the check out, it was during the climax of the movie, which the climax of Close Encounters is terrible. So I didn't mind not <laughs> looking at the screen. Like, it was the ending of Close Encounters is so boring. Oh, my God. I forgot how much I hated that that ending of that movie. Like, it is so boring. It's like 20 minutes of, like, five notes. Like, do, 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 do. And it just keeps going and going and going and going. And it's like, and then first, first the little aliens show up, the little, the little ships, and they do their little thing, and then they leave, and you're like, oh, okay, well, that's that. And then it's like, oh, no, now we have, like, 10 minutes of the mothership landing. Oh, here it comes. Oh, it's still coming. Oh, here it comes. Wow, isn't it big? Look at how big this ship is. Okay. Oh, now it's down. Okay, now five minutes later, the door opens up. And then it's like, oh, and then a bunch of aliens come out. And then they do their little dance or whatever. And then and then uh, that takes like five minutes. And then, and then all the pilots come out, all the people that they, you know, kidnapped over the years. And they all come out. And that takes another like five minutes. And then one thing I didn't notice before was that, you know, they had like a checklist. They had like a, like a clipboard that they're like going to like Lieutenant Commander Josh Wielding, you know, Lieutenant Commander, you know, Hal Jordan, you know, whatever. And they're just like, yeah. you know, and they're, they're <laughs> checking them off as they're, as they're coming by. And that's fine. You know, they're writing them, you know, they're writing it out, but behind them, there is a laminated, light-up thing with everybody's photo on it, and they like and they like mark off their photo on the big light-up board. And I'm like, why would you have that? Like, it didn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, I'm like, why would you bring this? Like, how would you even know? Like, did you just like put together this elaborate light-up board? with every person who's gone missing since like <laughs> the 1900s, like, like, like that, like every single missing person, like everybody, like that's a long list. And that would take that would a be really a long of people. time. And yeah. then this brings me, and then this brings us to what I was texting you about this whole like plan that the aliens have for, for close <laughs> encounters. Because basically the whole idea of the movie is aliens come, they've been coming for a while, evidently, and they just want to hook up. They just want to meet up with us. They just want to, you know, just connect with us. Because that's what Close Encounters of the Third Kind is, is actual contact. Yeah. Like contact, first yeah. is sighting, and then second is like, uh, I think hearing. No, I don't know. I don't remember. Smelling, maybe smelling yeah, the aliens. <laughs> smelling the aliens. Um, getting an email from the alien. Like <laughs> close encounter with second kind. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's just it's just spam. I thought it was that was actually from an alien, but it's not. It's you know it's no it's not it's not, it's not real. What I have like funds. I need to release. <laughs> Earthlings, 
I need your bank and routing number first. Hello, hello, big American. I would like to meet you. We would like to meet uh, later. I'm so excited to learn more about your world. Um, it's always misspelled. That's why. Um, but uh, but um, uh. So the, so the whole idea is that they just want to hook up with us. That's it. They just want to, just want to chat, whatever, you know. And uh, But their plan is to just, like, okay, for, first of all, randomly just freak out some people. Just anybody. <laughs> just doesn't matter. Just randomly <laughs> just wear them out so they're really, like, freaked, you know. And that's it. That's it. Just, just boo and then gone. And then the second part of their plan involves them implanting a psychic image in your head that will tell you where you're supposed to meet them later. Well, that's just, that's a bad planning. Like, that's just like, <laughs> that's like, that's like, you're like, why would you spend so much time doing that? Like, that's a, that's a waste of time, you know? Um, and then, <clears throat> they have to like then wait patiently while the person figure out figures out that that image is connected to some thing a location or coordinates that then they can actually go to the place and meet them and it's like that's that's relying on a lot like a lot of things have to go right for that to happen <laughs> like and then and then if I was the aliens like how could you possibly be surprised that, like, nobody shows up? Like, at the spot where you're supposed to be, like, where is everybody? And like, well, we put the thing in their head, you know, the, the symbol, you know, it looked just like this. You know, it just, I mean, it was pretty pretty obvious. It's like this big mountain. It was in the shape of a... And, um, we We did it so they would see it in other things. You know, like, I think one guy saw it in potatoes, and like another guy saw it in, like, <laughs> he saw it in, like, like jello. I don't know. I mean, like, I thought it was pretty clear that this is where we're supposed to be. Where is everybody? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> and, uh, and it's, I mean, there's just so many things that can go wrong with this plan. And then the whole idea of, like, they drop off all the shit that they stole, like, I mean, that they borrowed, you know, the ships and the planes and all that kind of stuff. And then they just, they just gave them back to us. But then they, like, they purposely put them in places where they didn't belong. Like, they're just like, ah, eh, done with this. And they're just like dropping a soda can, like, wherever they want. So that way we just, like, find, like, our, our ship, like, in the middle of the desert. Like, it's like, what, what are we supposed to do with this? <laughs> like, like this is like you left a boat in the sand. Like that's just a that's mean. Like that's yeah. not even like like that's just like like why would you do that? And then and then keep the people, just keep the people because they're yeah. dicks. Yeah, you know, it's like here's your boats and here's your planes, but we're gonna keep all the people because we can because we want to save that. We want to save that for the big reveal. When we like forty years from now, when we let everybody out. Oh, and by the way, they don't age, so everybody else is dead. <laughs> so when when we finally do release you, 
all your family and friends, they've all been dead for a really long time. But thanks a lot. Thanks for all the info. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. And they and they just leave them in their same clothes. They're just wearing the exact same thing. It's like, how long were they up there? There's like World War II people. You know, they've been up there for like 60 years. It's like they're still wearing the same fucking bomber jacket. And it's like, it's like well, that's, that's kind of bullshit. Like, for 60 years, I'm going to wear the same coat? Like, this, is, this is stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not plussed with Close Encounters. I mean, I think it's a good movie, and I really enjoyed a lot of it. And I actually love the beginning, and I love a lot of stuff in the middle. And uh, there's some really great stuff in it. Um, but then when it gets to the end, it's like, ugh, ugh, forgot, this is terrible. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> so boring. Um, and, of course, this came out after Star Wars. It came out in November. You know, and Star Wars came out in the summer, so this came out in November. And so you were hoping for, like, some sort of action, which never Oh, happens. yeah, yeah. Nothing happens. Not a thing. Nobody gets a, nobody gets melted. Nobody gets shot. Nobody gets nothing. Not a thing. And so it's like, wow, what a letdown. Like after the whole like. <laughs> and then even and then even I mean even after Jaws, you know I mean like this is his next movie after Jaws. You know, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be super scary. You know, something's going to happen. And there's scary moments, but it's like the the climax is just more nothing. Not a thing. Yeah. It's almost like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, it's, as far as, like, it's just you watching stuff happen. Like, like there's really no interaction. Like, there's no, like, there's no conflict. It's just, it's just, you're just watching it happen. Like, just, well, this is what happens when you, you know, agree to meet aliens. This is it. You know, it's like you get a, you get a light show. You know, that's it. End of movie. You know, that's, that's the end of that. You know, it's like Indiana Jones, same thing. You know, this is what happens when you open the Ark of the Covenant. You know, you all get, you all get melted. You know, and that's, yeah. and that's how that ends. You know, it's the same yeah. thing. He does the exact same thing. Um, which maybe that, that might be a Spielberg thing. Like every movie might have that. Now I think about it. Well, even though it's uh, much maligned Crystal Skull, same thing. It's like, it's just it's this is what happens yeah, at the is, end. Yeah, you just watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll watch the ship just spin around and everybody jumps off and that's it. Um, yeah. and 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 the jaws too, I guess. Really, I mean, because this is what happens when you hunt a shark. You know, boom. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Oh, I don't know. Got some well, no, he, he's, he's, yeah, he's trying he, to stop he, the shark. Yeah. That's true. And in, in Last Crusade. He does do something. He does the whole, he does the test of yeah. whatever. And same thing. Temple and, of um, Oh, yeah, he, he cuts actually, the rope he, bridge. He, he frees all the kids. and Yeah, and chops the rope bridge. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. I love that image. That's that's probably one of my favorite parts of all the Indiana Jones movies. Sitting there with the machete. Standing Oh, yeah, stand with a machete, and he's raising it up, and then everybody realizes what's happening. And it's like, no, no, what are you doing? And it's just like, yeah, yeah. Indiana Jones is badass. He's gonna <laughs> and cut and himself Mola, off this bridge. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mola Ram is really dumb. 
because he doesn't even <laughs> notice. He doesn't even notice that Indy is like like talking to Short Round and Willie oh, yeah. that are that are nowhere Wrapping near their arms around. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, very far away, very very far away, not anywhere near him. And he gives them the signal, and for them to even know what the signal is. They're like, they're like, oh, what's he doing? Oh, he wants us oh, they, to wrap our hands around the thing. Um, I like to think that they they've planned that. They've they've ran through the scenario a few times. Okay, guys, <laughs> if if I ever need to cut apart a rope bridge, this is the signal. <laughs> Will that work? Probably not. <laughs> um, but uh, but We're just uh, covering yeah, all of our bases here. But Mola Ram is looking directly at him when he's doing this <laughs> and then makes no effort to do anything to protect himself. Like nothing at all. Like not even anything. Like he just like Oh no, I think he was he's just, he was arrogant. He was just arrogant. He didn't think he was actually gonna go through with it. He starts chopping the bridge and he's like, Oh no, now I have to do something. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. Um. Yeah, we need um, to. We should probably wrap this up. Yeah, it's been a while. We had a lot to talk yeah. about. Um, we we were going to talk about Deadpool too. <laughs> we had promised yes, that the we next episode was going to be Deadpool too, but we're going to do it instead. I didn't forget, although I thought it would, it would have been kind of funny to just never mention it. <laughs> just yeah. have it. People like, did I miss something? <laughs> Um, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to do a series, uh, or at least a couple short, like 10 minute episodes, uh, that we'll release as bonus things. And I, I think that's something I want to try to do going forward in the future. Just quick little, uh, discussions on, on certain movies, new or old. Um, we'll just, we'll have a quick little 10 minute things just to, to tie the name into there somehow. We'll have our 10 minute yeah. um, bonus episodes. And maybe, and maybe um, that'll be easier for us to, uh, to put together too, you know, that yeah. we can do something quick, and yeah, not if they have so much time in between. Yeah, um, but yeah, thank, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Thanks for uh, sticking through the summer with us, and uh, come join us on social media and um, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and uh, leave us uh, comments, um, rate and review us on iTunes to Please. help people find us. It's actually really important because iTunes is weird like that. It is. Okay. Thank you, everybody. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right.
of the bad.